Um, okay. Owl House, episode 12. No, 11. It's 11. Oh, yeah, 11. Sorry, I looked at the next one. Um, <laughs> something I'm noticing, I don't usually pay attention to this sort of thing, but I've noticed in the credits, Zach Marcus has been the writer for most of the episodes that we have enjoyed, and he wrote <gasps> this one. It also, I looked at his wiki page, like, really quickly. He worked on um, Star vs. the Forces of Evil before. Nice. Oh. And that show had an episode about, like, characters bonding inside of a shrinking box, didn't it? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the truth, yes. truth or dare yeah. one. Yeah, that's right. And then they used the truth or dare box later on. He likes boxes. <laughs> I yeah. guess so. We see you. What's, it, what's, what's his Minecraft name? Minecraft fan. We see, what's his name? Uh, Zach Marcus. We see you, Zach. We know you like boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a really funny episode. There's a lot of good jokes. Yeah. Ooh, it was really solid. I think it's the first episode where... Not first. It's one of the episodes where I realized that I'm like, wow, I really like both stories, like the A story and the B story. Very good. Like, both very enjoyable. In the sense where, like, I feel like not one is better than the other. I liked seeing Lilith and Ida together like that and their dialogue. It was kind of weird that they basically reused the second episode's plot where there's like a map, but it's funny that instead of them being like, oh no, we were tricked and in peril, they were like, lol, die and they steal <laughs> I know, I love it! <laughs> oh. They looked so cool! It was really sweet though, wasn't it? Like, really sweet. Yeah. And it's also yeah. nice to know that Lilith seems to want... She wants Ida to join the Emperor's Coven on her own, so maybe that's, like, part of the reason why Ida hasn't been caught yet, because Lilith is pretty much stalling. Oh, I like that. Yeah, for sure. Ida's pretty careless, obviously, and Lilith is, like, you know, just trying to wait it out. <laughs> I love Which her. is cool. I think that they did that thing again with King, and it's annoying. What thing again? <laughs> when they were in the box, and King was like, I just wanted to be, I wanted people oh, to take me seriously. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, two seconds before he said that, he was just like, well, I want another whatever. Like, I don't know what he said. He was like being all angry. And then he just was just like, I, you know, I, I don't even remember what he said. He's just like, you want to be a witch. Well, I want to be liked by people. I, I manipulated you. I'm sorry. I'm like, come on. Please stop with this. <laughs> They really like uh, it. I don't think they're going to stop. Has there been an episode where they didn't do that? No. Yeah, there, there, there's been episodes where they haven't like done moments like that, but it's like, that keeps happening. <laughs> it's not like AT or Star where they don't talk about their feelings all the time. It's more like <laughs> SU, but actually like child-friendly, so there we go. The, the only time they've done it where I've liked it was one time, and that was like still shaky. That was the detention the one, one, right? Yeah. yeah, like that one I liked a little bit, but I'm like, man, they really need to work on their like organic I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, especially because I'm pretty sure King did make like another. But yeah, like right before he said that, she was like, here's my book. And he was like, I can't. That's too gushy. I'm not going to write with it. And then she was like, this is what got us in here. You can't compromise. And then he went, I'm sorry. And like, he went like, I'm sorry, like right away. Like, yeah, just flip like that. What about Luz though? Like, what did you guys think of Luz? Because I felt like they showed a different side to her in this episode. For me, I didn't even notice that it was like a different side because I just felt like it was human of her to to just want this. Yeah. It didn't feel unnatural, which was nice. Yeah, what kind of different no, side? No, I, 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 I don't mean unnatural. I mean like usually Luz is the wacky one that mm. makes the really dumb decisions, but in this episode she's playing the straight man. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, and she's quite sensitive about writing because it's her dream, and King essentially not only discards her ideas, but steals her dream. 
And makes fun of her. <laughs> exactly. So she's quite heartbroken. I think King was a little overly cruel in the episode, too, in some ways. I guess it's, like, for comedy or something. But yeah, like... I think it served the episode. It didn't really bother me. Like, I, I could, like, distinguish it as, like, that's just a thing for this episode because it's funny. And which not, I like, get, which I get, but it, it, I always get a little annoyed when they, like, compromise, like, how a character would act just for, like, the episode's, like, comedy or something. But it wasn't that bad. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, I think I see what you mean about a different side to Luce, specifically in that scene where, like, she wasn't talking to King and brushed his letter off. Oh, that table. was good. I do like that she immediately felt bad and, like, went anyway. That was nice. Like, I like that they at least had her do that. She was like, he's my friend. Like, I don't want to be mad at him. She wasn't just, like, stubborn. <laughs> and then he threw it in her face, which I did think was unnecessarily cruel. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thing about, you know, um, King's sort of quick turnaround in the box, I think that that would have... I don't know how the whole structure of the episode would be different if this was like this, but I feel like the box should have been... There should have been more time spent on that, because I think it makes sense that he would admit to all that because of the pressure of being crushed by the box, or tell Luz how you feel and actually write something together. But, like, I feel like it... Because he, you were right about he was just a second ago complaining about her, so, like, they should, they should have spent longer in there. He should have had more time to stew in his own thoughts, which would also make sense, because, like, they're supposed to be writing a book. Is that lizard guy expecting to write a whole book in, like, a few minutes? I also agree that they should have spent more time on the box, especially because they kind of foreshadowed to it. Like, I knew- I, I had a feeling that that's what the contract was gonna be about, because the snake was like, Oh, you know how otters get, they get boxed in, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna use that later. 100% that's what the contract's gonna be about. And then it popped up, and it didn't have a lot of screen time. It's just weird to- it's weird to me to see King, like, the way he, like, apologized to her, he doesn't seem like the type of character that would be too in touch with his feelings to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's yeah. just, like, he gives, like, this really accurate, like, good psychoanalysis of himself. Yeah, <laughs> like, that uh, was strange. All right. He should have had a more King apology, which is, like, not the best apology, but you can still see yeah. that he's trying. Or Luce could have helped him, because I believe Luce being able to, like, kind of help him through it. But this is a problem I have consistently with the, like, apologies. Not only are they not organic, they also, like, always feel weird to the character where they're just like all right we need to say this exact apology so they're just gonna say it even though their character might not have that kind of insight yeah it's like it's like you were talking before chan like you were talking about how Ida reacts to her visions um of her, her owl visions and how she said oh the potion bottle's broken or ah oh, you're the person who changed your memories it's just so unnecessary and it doesn't feel natural to the character what if the scene the boxing was like completely scrapped and instead of having the snake turn on them they resolved it between themselves like yeah. naturally that would have been a good twist because you know from the beginning that the snake's a snake it would have been a good twist to be just like oh he's just a regular publisher <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, th th I feel like this show would do something like that too. We're just like, I guess it's time to box you in. They're just like, oh, and then he's just like, they're like, what happens now? He's like, oh, I don't know, figure it out. <laughs> I do think it's interesting that this episode took place over like, like two or three days. Yeah, that was the weekend, right? It was the whole weekend. I'm definitely glad Ida mentioned like, I'll be gone for a few days because I'm like, that was way too much for yeah. one day. That's why I kept commenting on how fast everyone was with writing and reading yeah. the book. I thought that was kind of funny, though. <laughs> it was really fast, but I, yeah, I do think it's just that, like, everyone else just read the book, you know, the night it was published, and then the next day is when, like... I love when Luce breaks the fourth wall, like, kind of, which is, like, that's a 
toxic mentality that contributes to burnout and that whatever, was whatever she said. Yeah. The comedy in this episode was good, and that was one of the yeah. best lines. I like the typewriter guy. Yeah, yeah he, the, they they used him like in a great like they would wait just long enough that I would forget he would talk and have him talk again. <laughs> Thinking of this episode like a very fourth wall sort of thing because obviously somebody had to write the episode. So like it's so easy for something like this to make jokes that are so blatant like inside jokes and stuff or just only a writer would understand like it isn't wouldn't be generally funny type of stuff mostly everything here was very funny and like even her like they, them talking about shipping for like a few seconds that could have been so like Ugh, but it was funny yeah they, <laughs> don't you dare insult shipping in my presence <laughs> it was good oh my gosh i i really appreciate it. i i don't know how this show does it but it's like how do you mention current times thing without me cringing is it because I relate, or...? Yeah, they really, they do a good job. I don't know. They, they just do a good a good job with it. But yeah, a overall solid episode. Very solid. I'm gonna rate it. Okay. Uh, seven. Oh. Wow, okay. That's lower than I was expecting. I'm gonna go an eight for this one. Oh. Oh. Well, for me, I'm giving it an 8.5. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also giving it an 8.5. Oh, free 8.5, then. Oh, nice! Oh. Wow! Yeah! <laughs> Solid episode. I nice. really liked it. We didn't talk about it a lot because it didn't need a lot of fixing, but Ida and Lilith's scenes were just fantastic. They were yeah, really the good, and, and it was the first time we've seen them interact like that. Uh, which so was casual yeah. and so familiar. And Ida said, like, uh, when they were running, she was like, remember when we used to race like this to the kitchen? Like, lines like that always, like, warm <laughs> I my know, heart. I know, I, I, I typed in chat right now. When that happened, I was like, give me more casual recounts of their past as sisters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those lines are always so good. You also said some other stuff. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, in Adventure Time, when they would do it, like, in the finale, when... I think, like, Jermaine said to Jake while they were in the dream, like, remember when Finn used to get really excited over balloons or something? And then Jake just was just like, yeah. And it's just, like, all those little mentions of what they did when they were kids are always so cute. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's just so easy to interpret, like, anything from just a one-sentence thing like that. And it reminds you, these characters have such a history. Like, yeah. on screen, Ida is this cool, wacky, really powerful witch, and Lilith is just, like, this stone cold almost antagonist i guess antagonist character and then you just like humanize them like that it's really satisfying but yeah great i'm gonna turn off this recording all right thank Fantastic. you guys thank you thank you so much for listening please stay tuned for other podcasts coming very soon if you're enjoying this series please leave a review for it we'd love to know what you think check this episode's description to find where you can follow my friends and i consider subscribing to my youtube channel crowned cryptid where I do video reviews of cartoons, and I upload these podcasts early there as well. Have a nice day!